Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside The Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith alongside my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, buddy. Happy 4th of July, Mike Harmon. Are you, are, you, are you lighting sparklers like that guy on the internet at the wedding uh, that, that almost uh, burned down an entire wedding? Uh, it's, a, it's a happy, happy day. No, I'm not overserved just yet. Uh, okay. A couple of cups of coffee in, but, you know, rallying for what is a big day of sporting events, gluttony, uh, and tweet storms that we have to decipher. It's a beautiful morning. Thank you, Jeannie Bus, for starting our day off right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got a big story. Uh, Jeannie Buss cryptically tweeting at midnight uh, about Kobe Bryant and the state of the Lakers. We'll have that coming up later on this hour. Big story about KD in a couple of minutes. But, I mean, really, when you talk about sports, you know, analytics and what we need to know here on the 4th of July, Mike Harmon, uh, coming up later on today will be the 4th of July hot dog eating contest. And yeah. Joey Chestnut will defend his title on crutches. Yeah, I know. Over under set at seventy four and a half. Now, does does this injury because he you know he has a leg injury? It's a foot injury. His foot is in a cast. Does this affect how many hot dogs he eats? And more importantly, what's the fantasy fallout of this injury to Joey Chestnut? Well, one of the big questions is uh, what his normal training regimen is. I can't claim that I know it terribly well, but the the idea is maybe maybe he hasn't gotten his treadmill work in. Okay. Maybe some of the stuff he does in a normal routine heading up to the event is just thrown askew, right? All it takes is a little bit to take you off your game. 
I'm trying to think like of, of the times because you know I, I like to eat. I, you know, I'm trying to think of the times. Not that I've been sick, because being sick is one thing when you have no appetite. I'm trying to think like the times that I've been hurt. Like if I've I've sprained something, whatever. If it's affected my appetite and I just haven't felt like eating, and I I, I can't remember. I don't remember that ever happening to me. That you know, hey, I did this to my wrist, or you know, my knee is a little si- stiff, or and boy, I, I really can't eat. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think eating you might be impervious to it if if you if you're dinged up somehow you're still going to be able to eat yeah it well but maybe you've been gluttonizing in a bad way right self-medicating with food whereas normally it's your profession maybe, oh, well, hey, well, that's, an e- that's an easy thing to do i mean i've been doing that for you know a long long time but legitimately <laughs> may- maybe you know you, you decided you're gonna have that extra big mac with extra sauce and extra cheese right because it's two two for a, a deal i don't know what the cost is everywhere else but i mean two for six here in california that's about as good a deal as you're finding uh in in terms of your your gluttony and maybe you eat that second one instead of passing it on to a friend or family member and maybe he's succumbed to that a little bit maybe he's taking something for the pain and it throws him off. I don't know. There's a lot of variables that if I was setting the odds and trying to figure it out as a degenerate gambler and wagering money on Chestnut today, I'd want to know the answer to those questions. That's tough. I mean, it, it really, you know, really, and and we need, you know, we need like some insider kind of access on this. Like, I'm I'm looking for competitive eaters online who are saying things. Like, oh, this injury is gonna, you know, maybe he'll eat about five less hot dogs, or oh, that's gonna completely throw things off, and maybe standing's gonna be difficult for him. Yeah. I, I I need that kind of analysis. Well, we I do really- know the dynastic run that he's on. I mean, look, we we got all gushy uh, and excitable about the Warriors and <laughs> and whatever. Ah, screw that, this guy. <laughs> Now, this guy, I mean, oh, see, he missed one of the last 15 years? I mean, you're talking about a decade and a half of dominance. Yeah, forget about the Warriors and Steve Kerr. This is, you know, oh, this is, this is, this is much bigger than that. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, more on the hot dog eating con. And again, the fantasy fallout of this is, 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 is you know, spectacularly uh, vivid. So, let's, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get some uh, breakdown of that as well. But, uh, yes, Kevin Durant and the Warriors – are making headlines right now. Mark Spears, ESPN insider, uh, tweeted out late yesterday that the Warriors have interest <laughs> in trading for Kevin Durant. Sure. Just think about this. Just now, let's just think about this for a second because this is fun. Kevin Durant, who wanted to get away from the Warriors mm-hmm. because he wasn't getting enough yeah. credit for winning a championship, because that's what Ken. This is going to focus on. This gets into what what really KD is all about. Just, Kevin Durant, who did, wasn't getting enough credit, was in the best basketball uh, position of his career, winning titles, winning NBA Finals MVPs. Nope, nope, not enough for him. I got to go someplace where I can be the guy where no one can criticize me for winning a title. It's going to have to be on my back, right? No one can say to me, "Well, you had Steph," or "Well." You had to because Kevin Durant listens to craziness on social media way too much. Because no matter what you do, you're going to get the anti storyline. Either Kevin Durant, it was all you, and boy, Steph Curry is not nearly as good as we thought he was. Or now it's, oh, hey, Steph Curry is as good as we thought he was. They won without Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin Durant, it's your fault. He's not going back to Golden State. All right. What people are forgetting in a situation like this is that NBA stars, superstars, have all the power. And if, if they try to trade him to Golden State, Kevin Durant is going to say, I don't want to go. And what, what's the fallout going to be? If you try to put the trade through, it'll get messy and they'll say, I'm not going. Because NBA players are using not playing 
as leverage. We see that now all the time. Coming back from injury, hey, so-and-so was cleared to play. Jamal Murray was cleared to play at the end of the season. Michael Malone was saying, we're ready. You want to come back last game of the season? Get some time on it. Nope, nope, not going to play. Ben Simmons didn't play all year. Go back to Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard, not playing. Right, not going playing. back to his time in San Antonio. Yeah, it is, it is a strategy that players are okay with. Look, they still love playing basketball, but they're okay with not playing as a strategy if it helps them. And if Kevin Durant says, well, I'll miss 20 games here and there. I'll miss 20 games because they'll trade me at some point. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So th- that's the whole thing is that, yeah, you can trade him. And, and, and for all the, hey, they could trade him wherever they want to, and they'll send him to Sacramento. They can send him to Detroit. They can send him. He's just not going to go and there's no way he's going to go back to Golden State that's just not going to happen I mean for us it would be great right because he could be on Draymond's podcast they could get in fist fights and actually we get video of it it would be all oh, be so awesome for us it would be great for Kevin Durant not so much if they say hey Golden State he's going to say yeah not going do whatever you want to do and I'll just wait until you get me to a place where I can play basketball yeah I mean just following the different reports that come out there right from the hey this thing is really heated up to it's like no 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 Hey, it's all preliminary, and this is Haynes back, backing up a little bit, right? Former former guest of ours, and uh, for years uh, here on the network at Fox Sports Radio, and and certainly everybody's choosing their words carefully, particularly when it comes to Kevin Durant. I, I think, like one of the things of keeping access to a lot of these guys is is changing how how reporting's done a uh, little little differently. You know, once upon a time, it was the beat writers. Now it's even the inside. It's like, all right, I want to get this one completely wrong, so let's just keep throwing stuff up against the wall. And all it takes is one guy to say, you know what, this or, or woman or whoever's working in the front office saying, hey, th- this could work. And, and all of a sudden, the next rumor pops up. Now, for Kevin Durant, it's all the introspection – what do you believe he he truly is? Like I I've been telling you for weeks. I think it's all all of this is just a big WWE work now and again between all the Twitter beef that guys have and the little bits that they put out there. Like Durant went back and forth with a reporter uh, at the end of the week, and it coming into the weekend is like, all right, what does any of this stuff that you tweeted mean? He goes, well, what do you mean? And he. He goes, how about you answer one of these three questions? And he goes, nope, keep dreaming, my guy. Like, that, that kind of thing. It's like, you know, stop using your media minions and whoever else to get your your message out. Because at this point, Kevin Durant's starting to look like Aaron Rodgers and, and Russell Wilson. They haven't said anything until they do. All right, it's all just, all right, let's see what the message is and let's manipulate things and let's have people talk about me and my greatness for a while. <laughs> so I think that's that's a giant chunk. But going back to Golden State, I mean, I don't know where he is. Maybe he's come to some sort of inner peace. I mean, can, can, can you? <laughs> I oh, don't buy that for a second. Like Aaron, Donald, like, a, like Aaron Donald, who was at peace about retiring until peace. he got a big deal. No, until that's a big right. Contract. Until, until yeah. the contract showed up, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling better about going out and wrecking people on the football field again. With KD going back to to Golden State would be the antithesis of everything he. He's been reported to be. Because, again, at no point has he ever said that, right? The, he responded after the Warriors won the title by, you know, people starting to troll him going, look, I've been dead since the day I signed there, right? This doesn't do anything to legacy and whatever else. You guys all buried me. So does that mean he just kind of shrugs and it, it rolls off, or, or does it eat away at him? And trying to figure that out, hey, have fun. Just figure out which burner account it's coming from. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Dan Patrick today. Happy Fourth of July. Now, so if it's not going to be Golden State, because there's, there's just no way. I mean, look, like I said, it would be fantastic well, for us. But, but Jason, li- likewise, you know, the fact that the report comes out saying, well, he wants to go to Miami and Phoenix or Phoenix. How, how does that help? With you know, if he's really that affected by you know, I'm joining a a great team psychology that because is allegedly he, there, even though they view, haven't gotten over, they were still number yeah. one seeds. Well, that's the thing is his view of of himself and what he needs. This is why Golden State doesn't work because if he goes to Golden State and they win, it's going to be they were great with him, they were great without him because that's kind of what it is now. They were great with him when they needed him, but the NBA hasn't really improved the last couple of years. It's kind of been in stasis, which is why the Warriors are able to win two years past their peak. I mean, you're talking about them coming back this year when Clay hadn't played in two years. They hadn't really made any big additions to the team except for younger players are ascending, which happens throughout the league, uh, and they were able to win the title. Well, those road players came up huge you know, for that. They did, they did. Right? Look, I mean, look, Lo- Looney's probably really the best good. bargain in in all of free agency yeah, and the three point sure. two billion dollars that's been spent on yeah, that for a second. But usually when 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 players you know, in every offseason players move around, it tilts the balance of power in the NBA. And for the Warriors to come back and and mm-hmm. win behind the same players they won three years ago on, that usually doesn't happen that much. So it's going to be for KD. It's going to be, well, he won with him. Yeah, he won without him. Okay, it happened. But he needs to go somewhere where they're ready to win, obviously. But it's got to be a situation in which if that team wins, you say Kevin Durant led them here. And a team like Phoenix, who has been close a couple of times but doesn't have enough, needs Kevin Durant to come in, and he would say, see, they won because of me. The Miami Heat, who have been close a couple of times but haven't gotten over the top, they won because of me. So he's going to be someone to take a team that hasn't won and won. But look, it's all about Kevin Durant and how he feels about his image. So that's where, that's why, hey, Miami and Phoenix are at the top. Why? Because they're both really good teams in each conference, and they both are very close to winning, and I can be that guy. I can be the guy to come in and take them over the top, and then I will get the credit for being the winner that I was because it didn't work in Brooklyn where we had nothing and I show up and okay it's my team and I came in with Kyrie and then we had Harden and we moved on and we still oh wow wow this was too much of a rebuilding uh, thing for me because we had to build around me with a couple of players and it didn't work out I need to go to a team where the situation is perfect and I can go in and be the leader but this is this is a, a bigger point about Durant Mike is that we just spent time talking about him winning at Golden State and everything was there do you really think wherever he goes he's going to be happy because he has had all kinds of different situations that he's been in in the NBA and all have kowtowed to him and still he can't find happiness right he was there in Oklahoma City for a long time and the power he exerted while he was there uh remember the Mr. Unreliable headline that that was written about him the complete opposite of Mr. Unlimited right not not yeah not Mr. Unlimited Russell Wilson Mr. Unreliable Kevin Durant what happened when that went out in the Oklahoma City papers the, the newspaper had to apologize for the headline. I think him. they made that guy uh, just start making copies in the back. I don't think he got to write anymore. 
Yeah, he was he was a cop. He was Rob Schneider. He was guy. He's copy guy, waiting and making copies. So, th- so he had a great situation there. But he wanted to get away from Russell Westbrook. Okay, that wasn't happy enough for him. So what does he do? He goes to the Golden State Warriors. Hey, Golden State, which is the destination for anybody in the NBA. Everybody loves playing for Steve Kerr. You know, Steph Curry is someone who will take his ego and, and push it aside a bit, which he did for Kevin Durant to come in, and he won championships there. Probably would have won a third one if he didn't get hurt and blow out his Achilles. No, couldn't get along with Draymond, wanted to go prove himself, didn't like that people said, oh, he just piggybacked on the Warriors. So now he goes to Brooklyn, where it's his show. Dude, it's you, it's Kyrie, go do your thing. And they can't even get to a conference final. And it blows up so much, they have to trade James Harden. Ben Simmons never sees the floor. Kyrie is unhappy, doesn't even make it to the games half the time. Kevin Durant has no power in telling, hey, Kyrie, we're trying to win a championship here. So tell me where he goes next, he's going to be happy. Because he's had all different kinds of situations where, okay, I'm the king in Oklahoma City. Nope, not happy here. Okay, hey, I'm going and I'm winning. I'm winning championships and my legacy. I'm doing legacy stuff in Golden State. Nope, not happy there. No, I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in the number one media market in in the country. And and we're building the team around me and I'm here. No, not happy here. How's he going to be happy someplace else he goes? He has had different situations where, hey, we're giving this to you and he hasn't been happy. So wherever he goes, do we really think that destination is going to be the place where he's going to say, this is where I should have played basketball all along. This is where I should have gone. This is where I should be. I, I don't see it. No, it all comes back to the song sung by the great Clay Calloway. For those of you that aren't as well in touch with your children's films as I am, uh, that's Bono singing, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. All the money, fame, riches in the world, your soul may still want something. Whether it's credit, whether it's just a little bit of love and a hug and a pat on the back. Uh, And I think Kevin Durant continues to search for that and that he may never find it. I hope he does. But I'm with you. I, I don't think it's there. All those situations, all those different accolades and, and prestige and titles and millions and millions of dollars made on the court and off the court through his connections made in the Silicon Valley, doesn't matter. Still hasn't found what he's looking for. Did you really go sing too? I did go I mean, sing too. not sing. You went sing too Yeah, I went sing too. You went sing too. That was but a, I still a... <laughs> haven't found... <laughs> Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Joining us now on the hotline, you hear and you see him everywhere, NFL Insider, host of the Pull-Up Podcast with C.J. McCollum, broke the story last night that Goran Dragic signing a one-year deal with the Bulls. He's on Twitter, at Schultz underscore report. That's at Schultz underscore report. Jordan Schultz is with us. Jordan, what's happening, man? Happy 4th. Thank you, fellas. Great to be on. You got got big plans today? You going to watch the hot dog eating contest? What do you got? (laughs) Today is all about low-key, have a couple of brews. Uh, my kids are going horseback riding, which is always a hit or miss. And uh, other than that, uh, just hanging out, man. It's great to great to be on and uh, very low-key. How about you? Wait, wait, wait. We've got to follow up on the horseback riding being hit or miss. What does that mean? <laughs> well, what it, what, what, what it, what it means is, is that half the time, or I should say 80 to 90% of the time, <laughs> my kids complain the whole way there because they think they're going to fall off the horse. And by the time we get there, they're so tired of complaining that they decide that maybe instead of horseback riding, they just want to walk around and hang out with the horses. So that's, that's kind of what we're at. I mean, it's a very, very slippery slope. Wow, this sounds like you have a very big forced family fun day coming yeah, up. Yeah, it's, it's a huge day. Huge. <laughs> All right, well, hopefully for your sake, uh, Kevin Durant doesn't decide where he wants to get traded yeah. to and the Nets don't make a deal today. But, uh, you look, we saw the report last night. Mark Spears says the Warriors could have a great mm-hmm. package going back for Ke- Kevin Durant. I really can't see Kevin Durant saying, yes, I'll go back to Golden State. I, I, I just, I just can't don't either. see that happening. Yeah, I can't either. And honestly... There are so many teams that would love to have him. Um, do the Warriors need him? Not necessarily. Would they love to have him? In theory, yes. But, you know, what are you going to have to give up? Does that mean you, you give up Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, potentially a sign-in trade? There, there's a lot that would go into that. And from Kevin's perspective, you know, it, he's the one that left Golden State. You know, he wasn't traded away. He left Golden State. And I know things haven't gone swimmingly in Brooklyn necessarily, but I would be shocked if he ended up a Warrior. 
Yeah, a lot of it, Jordan, is trying to read the the tea leaves uh, and read the mind of Kevin Durant, right? For as much as he talks, he says nothing of substance related to his future and on-court uh, exploits. So when we see these media reports of, hey, he'll join the number one seed mm-hmm. or whatever as preferred destinations, it, it really submarines what he allegedly left Golden State about. Yeah, well, what's... what's... One of the problems that's happened in Brooklyn, or I guess the two of the problems, have been that, you know, Kyrie hasn't been available and James Harden never got in great shape. You know, they had their shot two years ago against Milwaukee. We all remember that game where, where Kevin's foot essentially cost them an opportunity to go to, to move on. And then this season, um, you know, obviously Kyrie not getting vaccinated and Harden not being in good shape and him getting traded to Philadelphia just never got off the ground. And so when I look at Kevin, um, you know, he's one of the, to me, he's one of the 10 or 15 greatest players of all time. He's still got three, four really great seasons left in him at 33. You know, what does he want to accomplish? If he wants to win, Phoenix and Miami, his reportedly two preferred destinations, make a lot of sense. And I've known Kevin quite a long time, as well as Rich Kleiman, his business manager. The one thing I do know for certainty is that no one loves playing basketball more than Kevin Durant. He is a hooper. And so I, I don't think you're looking at a situation where he would sit out. I think he needs to make sure that whatever decision this is, this, this needs to be the best possible decision for his basketball because he was not happy in Brooklyn. And I don't know if it's a Sean Marks problem, a Steve Nash problem, Kyrie and Harden altogether, but the bottom line is it never really got off the ground, as I said. So I would look at Phoenix and Miami as two great destinations because you could win championships, multiple potential championships, have a high quality of life, and continue to cement your legacy. You go back to the Warriors, and you got to deal with all that same nonsense that you dealt with four or five years ago with fans saying, hey, you're just chasing rings. So I would be stunned, again, if he was a Warrior. Phoenix and Miami make a lot of sense. A sleeper team, just kind of asking around, fellas, is Toronto. And I don't know if they would ever include Scotty Barnes in a package, but Masai is very, very, very aggressive. And we saw that with Kawhi Leonard when they won a title, and I would not rule out Toronto as a sleeper team. Jordan, how long do you think this plays out? When do you expect to get a decision on here's a trade? Because the Nets say we're going to hold out as long as we can, but here we are and free agency is still going on. When do you expect we get that bombshell, hey, here's a Kevin Durant trade? Well, I hope it's not today. <laughs> I'd like to say. <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> don't, would you say, let me ask you this. Let me throw it back at you for a second. Would it, doesn't it feel like there's, there's no rush on his end? That there's really nothing imminent. I mean, I know you, we, we've heard those reports, nothing imminent, but doesn't it feel like there's no rush either? Yeah. No, it, it, he seems like and, – and if it comes to it where there is a trade that he doesn't like, like, let's just say, hey, we have a deal in place with Toronto, and he says, yeah, no, I don't want to go there. Uh, right. I, I think he, he's, he's happy waiting until this is done because, look, right. guys, we, we talked about this. Guys have, have taken the, the attitude or, or the, the tactic of, hey, if I miss some games here or there, mm-hmm. or so, this can be a strategy. I'm okay with that. If I miss a few games right. because this has to happen, okay. So, yeah, I yeah. can see this going longer. Yeah, I, I think if I had to say between Kevin and Kyrie, Kyrie would happen first. Um, I think Kevin could play out. And, I, and I've asked around also, like, other players, just getting sense of guys that haven't signed yet, free agents that are still waiting to get an offer or potentially make a decision. And they've all said the same thing, which is we're really waiting on Kevin and we don't expect anything to happen super soon. So when I talk to players and they say that, players always have a better gauge than anyone else. They, they know. So to me, uh, there's nothing imminent with Kevin. Uh, I, I don't think anything happens in the next 
let's say, week, two weeks. But I do think Tyree can happen soon. Interesting, because I would have thought that first domino uh, and hammer would have had to have fallen with Kevin Durant so that there's not at least the, all right, now Russell Westbrook, assuming that's the deal, right? Assuming all of these reports, that's the thing that comes back, that you don't have the at least, all right, now it's a distressed property. Like it's it's right, one th- it's right. one that's, thing to be hey he may want out and we haven't actually heard that from his lips Jordan but the yeah. other is the all right now Westbrook's back I mean comfortable comf- uncomfortable and delicious theater for us but it also may uh, may change the game in terms well, of I asking t- a bit yeah I can tell you two things one the Lakers are desperate Rob Palinka is to unload Russell Westbrook and 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 within that kind of point guard sphere. LeBron James is is very open to playing with Kyrie again. He he knows that that's his best chance to go out and win another championship with LA. It's having Kyrie, despite some of the some of the fallout that happened with him and Kyrie in Cleveland, and you know Kyrie saying I I, I never really felt like I had a leader, I, whatever all this crap that Kyrie says. I never feel I, I I feel completely confident in telling you that LeBron is very very excited about the opportunity to play with Kyrie again in LA and not and not Russell. Jordan Schultz with us here. He's on Twitter at Schultz underscore Report here on Fox Sports Radio. I see. I look at Kyrie to the Lakers as kind of a done deal. Like it's just going to happen at some point. We're just waiting on the details because there's been too much going down this road where he wants to be a Laker, mm-hmm. and they're already talking about a potential trade. That it, for him to end up anywhere else, I would be surprised. Be really, I agree. I agree. It, it feels like that's done without being done, or mm-hmm. or it's it just like it makes too much sense too because because Kyrie is 30 now. He's still you know smack dab in the prime of his career. But what better place for him to go to, in theory, than LeBron James, where he can, you know, refocus on basketball, if you will, um, and and reestablish himself as one of the truly great players of this generation. I, I would, if I, if I'm looking at like the meter on a one to ten of Kyrie to the Lakers, I feel like that's a that's a seven or an eight. You know, I, I really feel like that makes the most sense from a basketball standpoint, but also just for him to deal with. Like some of the outside distractions, I know L.A. is L.A., but it feels like he would really be well-suited to be a Laker and be with LeBron again. All right. Be remiss if we didn't at least traverse down the biggest story in the NFL with you, Jordan. Uh, the Deshaun Watson hearing done, right, three days, and, and now it's in Judge Robinson's hand. And ultimately, it'll end up in front of Roger Goodell in the appeals process. And we've seen you know him come back off recommendation and say, beat it. Uh, and hand out punishments. Is that the road we're going to go down again? Light, and then he comes over the top, or is, is they changed up their uh, way of thinking? No, I I don't know if it's if I had to say I'd say it's the latter more. I mean, I was I was kind of in the camp, fellas, that we were looking at you know eight to ten games maybe. But as as we've seen this go on, I it feels like you know this this could be a, a full season for Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, the fact that you have twenty four lawsuits potentially 66 or more strangers, the longer this has gone on and the more drawn out it's been, to me it feels like uh, the league feel, the league wants to, or at least it feels it has to, lay down the hammer here. And uh, whether or not you, know, you, you want, you're a Browns fan, I think it's pretty obvious that Roger Goodell does not want to be in this situation any longer. You know, this is a terrible situation for him to be in. There's, not a, there's, there's no win for him. So I think ultimately, 
I would be surprised if it's not a full season suspension or at least somewhere in that vicinity. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be light. And I, and I, the, the league wants to, unlike the, 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 the thing with Kevin, where Kevin's going to take his time, the NFL wants to get this done. They, they don't want to go into training camp in three weeks here and still have this looming over them. So I, I, I think that you're looking at a potentially a year-long suspension, and it's not going to be too much longer before we, before we find out. And, and the Browns, you know, to that point, they have, a, they have their contingency plan. They have Jacoby Brissett. Baker Mayfield, I think, will be traded here in the coming weeks. Uh, maybe it's Carolina, maybe it's Seattle, but I can't imagine he's on that roster very much longer either. I, I, how about this? Who wants to be who wants to be traded more, Baker or Russell Westbrook? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know what? I think it's instead of horseback, show. instead of horseback riding, that's uh, eight hundred words. I think you need to put out. I, I think I think we yeah, need that now. exactly. I think I think both those guys know they see the light at the end of the tunnel and they know their time and their current city is up. Can we just do the thing like they they do at the Super Bowl and have a you know where they have a bunch of random animals? All right, they're going to pick the winner. Can your yeah. horses race later? And and maybe I, I, whoever I, wins decides. Yeah, yeah. I should have prefaced it by saying ponies because one's a pony. These are not what we call speed horses, guys. I, That's I don't all right. know. They still got to get to an end. Yeah, they got to get to an end. Yeah, uh, I think it's a great idea, and I'm going to send you the footage. I appreciate that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> He's on Twitter at Schultz underscore report. That's at Schultz underscore report. Jordan Schultz, NFL insider, host of the pull-up podcast with CJ McCollum. Again, breaking the Goran Dragic story a day ago to the Bulls. Jordan, uh, uh, happy equestrianing today, and uh, hopefully it's an easy day for you. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. I appreciate you having me. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real... I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Happy 4th of July. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan today. Thanks to Jordan Schultz for stopping by. Great visit with him. But sometimes midnight tweeting is good. Sometimes eh, not so good. I mean, you and I tweet at midnight East Coast time well, a lot you sure. know, for our show, but... Um, it was and just even midnight Pacific. I sure. mean, usually it's about the sandwich you're eating and whatever movie you're watching. Yeah, or you know how happy I am. Degrom had a great rehab start. No, you know sure. all these things. But um, about seven hours ago, Lakers owner Jeannie Buss put this tweet out that's getting a lot of attention right now. I miss KB, referring to Kobe Bryant. I miss KB. He would understand and explain everything that I'm not allowed to. Honestly, he was the greatest Laker ever. He understood team over self, meaning your rewards would come if you valued team goals over your own, then everything would fall into place. All can reply. This was a tweet she put out at midnight. I miss KB. He would understand and explain everything I'm not allowed to. Honestly, he was the greatest Laker ever. He understood team over self, meaning your rewards would come if you valued team goals over your own, then everything would fall into place. All can reply. Now, this tweet has already been analyzed from a thousand different angles. It's a subtweet at LeBron. It is trying to get Kyrie to accept whatever deal he can to come to the Lakers. Hey, uh, don't opt in. Just come to us for the mid-level exception, whatever it's going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm upset with clutch sports and the way that they have you know gotten in here and, and are interfering with us running the team. Uh, many different facets have already said this is what Jeannie Buss means. 
Uh, the fact she writes all can reply. Wait, okay, you're gonna. I, I can kind of reply on Twitter if I want to. You know, especially you, Magic. I want to see you reply because I, I just said Kobe was the greatest Laker and had a hot take for you. Uh, the all can reply thing. Yeah, this is this this is a, a subtweet of one of those things. But the big takeaway for me from this, because look, it could be LeBron, it could be Kyrie, it could be Clutch Sports, it could be all three. It could be a general frustration she has. Again, this is a midnight tweet, right? This is a midnight tweet where where okay, why is this done by someone? Okay, what's going on? Are you just you know sitting at home? You're upset about it. This just goes to show the state of the Laker franchise right now, and and Jeannie Buss comes across as, and this is weird in sports, but she comes across as, I'm just the owner of the Lakers. Right? Like, how many owners come across as, well, I'm just the owner. I don't, I don't really have the power you think I have. Hardly any. Right? Can you see Bob Kraft or Jerry Jones or any, any owner, Mark Cuban going, yeah, hey, listen, I, you know, there's not a lot we can do here. I'm, I'm only the owner. But this is the way it comes across for the Lakers. And you understand why, front office-wise, they're in the situation they're in. Because Clutch Sports has gotten in and helps dictate what clients go to the Lakers and go where. Because she loved Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson left the team. I, I, now, who do, who do I get for advice besides Linda Rambis? Uh, pe- players need to understand team over self. We're in this with LeBron. I'm trying to get LeBron to buy in for another couple of years, or I'm trying to get Kyrie to come to the list. I, I look at Jeannie, th- this tweet by Jeannie Buss, and I go, she comes across as, as, as not having any power. And you're the owner of the team. Make big, tough decisions. Stand up and say, this is what we're going to do. And LeBron, you got to buy in or I'm not offering you the, 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 the max or, or your contract extension in, in this summer. Yeah, Kyrie, you're going to find a way to get, we're going to make this happen. Rob Palenka, you make stuff happen. And you go get us out of this mess. This is why you're the general manager. I, I, I feel like with this, all of this comes into me that Jeannie Buss is, 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 is for some reason not, approaching the NBA from a position of strength where she needs to just say, you know what, screw this. I'm the owner of this team and this is what we're going to do because this is what all other owners do. The Nets finally had enough with Kyrie Irving. Okay, boom, we're going to we're gonna figure this out. Oh, Kevin Durant, you want out? Great, we're going to trade you. There's no, hey, we want to talk to you about coming back. We want to see if you're happy. No, 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 we are going to move you and we're making that happen right now. Jeannie Buss has to just, has to just stand up and say, enough, this is my team. Yeah, I, I read it a little differently in that Look, the Nets aren't making public statements in relation to any of this. Yeah, we're going to accommodate Kyrie. Yeah, Kevin's not happy. And and it all goes back to this. Someone took his sandwich from the post-practice spread. Oh, oh and Kyrie, when he was running practices after Steve Nash. Was done. No, they're not wearing it out. Like, it's all sourced and media minions, whatever. I think Jeannie's lamenting to some degree. She just can't tell it straight on what the state of the NBA is. And you had a, had a guy in Kobe who, look, let's cut through the nonsense. In the end, it's about winning time. And that perhaps she could have those conversations with, and he understood that business versus on-court kind of dynamic that works through. Maybe, maybe it's a bit on the, the state of the NBA and things she can't say as an owner, too. Right? That she'd like to not hold her tongue. Whereas Kobe would be out there saying, all right, this is all some nonsense. 
More on this, plus more on the big Kevin Durant news. Could he really be going to Golden State? Yeah, don't think that's happening. That's coming up next right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon from the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. In for Dan and the Danettes, Twitter at HowAboutAFresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. This is Fox Sports Radio. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.